Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This morning, deadline dashed. The government pushes the Pfizer vaccine for under 50s amid AstraZeneca clock fears, significantly blowing out the rollout end date. Employment shake-up, the PM aiming to wipe out sexual harassment in the workplace. Tragic discovery, a teenager's body found after he went missing while swimming with friends on the Gold Coast. And calls for help, why the Duke and Duchess of Sussex have had the police to their Californian home nine times in as many months. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Australians under the age of 50 are being advised to get the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine instead of AstraZeneca in light of clotting concerns. The nation's vaccine advisory body is making the recommendation, which means a goal to have the population vaccinated by October is now unlikely. It's in response to findings out of Europe that there is a possible link between AstraZeneca and a rare blood clotting syndrome. So this is not a directive. This is not an instruction. This is advice that is being provided to Australians and the broader medical community who are responsible for administering these vaccines. Australia's 20 million ordered Pfizer doses won't all be received until the end of the year and more are being ordered. State and Territory leaders will meet to discuss the issue at today's National Cabinet. For more, let's go live now to political reporter Olivia Leeming in Canberra. Good morning, Olivia. This decision has been made on an abundance of caution. Yeah, and partly because Australia is in such a unique position with such low COVID case numbers and no community transmission. So the chance of any Australian under the age of 50 uh, getting COVID and having severe health impacts is much lower than in other countries. So they are taking this very small risk of a rare blood clotting syndrome very seriously. Now, Australians over the age of 50 will continue to receive the AstraZeneca jab uh, because the benefits for that age group do far outweigh the risks. Anyone under 50 who's received their first dose of AstraZeneca without any issues can safely receive their second. At an abundance of caution, given that this syndrome seems to occur mainly in younger people for whom the risk of severe COVID is not so great, that there is a basis to have a preferred recommendation for those under 50. 
Now, this decision will have dramatic consequences for Australia's vaccine rollout. The timeline will have to be completely overhauled given AstraZeneca is the only vaccine that we're producing here in Australia. There's now no guarantee that all Australians will be vaccinated this year unless we can potentially source millions of extra Pfizer doses. So far, we've only received around 1 million doses from Pfizer, despite some 20 million on order. 51 million doses of Novavax also on the way, though not due to arrive until later this year. It means our borders may have to stay closed for longer. The risk of our cities being plunged into lockdown at any time will continue with a potentially significant impact for our economy, Jody. Quite a setback. OK, thanks, Olivia. Mobile vaccination vans will play a major role in the next phase of Melbourne's vaccine rollout. The vans will target suburbs and communities in the Victorian capital hardest hit by COVID-19. COVID-19 wasn't evenly distributed across the community last year. There were areas of our state, and particularly of Melbourne, and there were communities who were disproportionately affected. And we must absolutely ensure that they've got the highest levels of access to vaccine as we can ensure. Five community vaccination centres will also be set up in Paran, Lilydale, Broadmeadows, West Melbourne and Deer Park. The mobile vans, community centres and two mass vaccination hubs aim to help speed up the rollout. The Australian-New Zealand travel bubble is facing a threat before it's even begun. An unvaccinated security guard from a quarantine hotel has tested positive. There is no trans-Tasman announcement yet, with both countries saying small outbreaks are bound to happen. The National Cabinet will also turn its attention to the federal government's planned workplace changes to stamp out sexual harassment. Responding to the mass protests of women, the Prime Minister has acknowledged a report by the Sex Discrimination Commissioner. The changes include anti-bullying orders and amending the Fair Work Act to make sexual harassment a valid reason for dismissal. Sexual harassment must be prohibited. For the first time, MPs and judges will be subjected to the Sexual Discrimination Act, but they won't be at risk of being sacked. The body of a teenager has been recovered from a Queensland swimming hole. Police divers were called in after the 13-year-old failed to surface at Cedar Creek Falls in the Gold Coast hinterland. He and a friend got into trouble, but the friend managed to make it to safety. A major search effort was launched and the boy's body was discovered at around 10 o'clock last night. Snow is tipped to fall in parts of Victoria as the state prepares for its coldest day of the year so far. Temperatures are falling. Melbourne is heading for a high of just 14 degrees on Sunday. We expect to see quite squally showers and thunderstorms, uh, small hail and even uh, snow about parts of southern Victoria over the weekend. Welcome news to skiers ahead of a much-anticipated ski season. Accused pedophile Malka Leifer is due to face a Melbourne court today. The hearing marks the next step towards justice for her alleged victims, sisters Nicole, Dassey and Ellie. They fought for more than six years to have their former head teacher extradited from Israel. Leifer is facing 74 charges of child sexual abuse from her time as a principal at an ultra-Orthodox Jewish school in Melbourne. 
There's been a major cold case breakthrough in Victoria just days after a million dollar reward was offered for information. A man has been charged over the deaths of Doris McCartney and Ronald Swan. The double murder happened 31 years ago in Melbourne southeast. 58-year-old Glenn Nash faced court yesterday. He's currently suffering significant health issues and is undergoing radiotherapy. Nash will return to court in July. A Queensland man has set his sights on Mount Panorama after unknowingly buying a piece of Australian motor racing history. The former Speedway driver bought an engine for one of his race cars before realising it once belonged to motorsport legend Peter Brock. A roar that rang out at Bathurst 45 years ago now heard across the Darling Downs. One of the best uh, 308 engines that I know of on the planet. Once driven by an Australian motor racing icon. We googled up the engine number and they come up um, Peter Brock and Harry Fett and I thought wow this is something different. Rodney bought the engine from a friend. He wanted me to take out the Queensland titles with my Speedway car. Not knowing it had powered Brock to third in the 1976 Bathurst 1000. Learning that changed everything. And I had to rebuild it to everything that Peter Brock had on that day. Including a replica of the Holden Tirana it was in. Peter Brock Foundation has confirmed it's one of the racing legend's motors. I want to take it to Mount Panorama myself and um, take it for a lap around the track so the people of Bathurst can actually see it and hear it one more time. Before he lists it for sale. I'd love it to be sold to the right people or the right person to purchase it and put it in a museum where it's supposed to be. So others can marvel at it as well. Mackenzie Rawn, 7 News. It's a disease usually associated with old age, but Parkinson's is impacting young Australians at record levels, with a new patient under 50 diagnosed every three hours. Now World First Technology is helping young sufferers navigate and manage this so far incurable condition. Paula Argy has lived more than half her life with Parkinson's. She saw symptoms at 19, was diagnosed at 27, four years into her marriage. She remembers thinking her wobbling bouquet was wedding day jitters. It really, really damaged my confidence and be able to plan for the future, not knowing what was wrong as well, was hard. Paula's first-hand experiences and those of other sufferers have been crucial in developing the Young Onset Parkinson's Exchange. Give them what's happening, why is it happening and what are some of the things that you can do about this yourself. From knowing what your rights are to being shown how to improve your mental and physical health. This app couldn't have come sooner. The prevalence of young people diagnosed with Parkinson's has increased by 40% over the past decade. Every three hours a man or woman in their 20s, 30s or 40s is told they have the disease. Whilst we don't know the cause of Parkinson's disease, that it probably is a combination of environmental factors and genetics that are at play. Everything that's now known in one place, in one free yet invaluable tool. It would have been great for me back then because it's difficult enough to deal with Parkinson's, let alone not having, um, you know, support around. You can find the app by searching YOP-X. Tom Hartley, 7 News. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Eight workers have been rushed to hospital after a large factory exploded in Ohio. Huge flames spilled out of the burning building as crews worked to contain the fire. Locals say the blast was so strong it shook nearby homes. Two people trapped inside had to be rescued and treated for critical injuries. There are grim fears for another missing person who remains unaccounted for. Northern Ireland is approaching one week of major civil unrest. A hijacked bus has been set on fire and petrol bombs hurled at police. Teenagers were also seen throwing bricks and fireworks over a concrete peace wall that separates divisions of the Catholic Church. 55 police officers have been injured in the chaos, prompted by rising tensions over post-Brexit trade rules. Olympic gold medalist Caitlyn Jenner is reportedly considering a tilt at politics, with a run at California governor her most likely pick. Former Trump aides are advising the reality TV star and transgender activist before she formally applies to start campaigning. Jenner is a Republican, but it's unknown whether she'll run for the party or as an independent candidate. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is slightly higher this morning. The Nasdaq is up. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX also gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose. The All Lords rose, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,756 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 59 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 76.5 US cents, 83 Japanese yen and $1.08 New Zealand. Never-before-seen footage of the Queen on Christmas Day has just been made public. Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip were midway through a tour of New Zealand in 1953. They stayed at then-Governor-General Sir Willoughby Norrie's home, with the Duke of Edinburgh seen bombing into a swimming pool from a diving board. The images have been brought together as part of a documentary on rare footage of the royal family. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle may live in a palace of a different kind, but that doesn't mean they're not subject to security breaches. California police have responded to nine intruder alerts at the couple's multi-million dollar Santa Barbara compound. The figures were revealed under freedom of information laws. Joe Biden has unveiled a package of sweeping executive actions to bring what he says is an epidemic of guns under control in the US amid another deadly mass shooting. Let's go live now to US correspondent David Boywood in Los Angeles. Good morning, David. The president is heaping pressure on Congress to do more. Morning, Jody. Yes, the President Joe Biden is ramping up that pr uh, that pressure on Congress after recent bipartisan efforts to find some agreement on gun control measures recently fizzled. So the President, he's gone it alone today on a number of modest reforms, announcing he'll, by executive order, crack down on ghost guns. These are self-assembled guns bought online without serial numbers. He wants all guns to be traceable. He'll regulate stabilising braces. These are gun add-ons 
firearms that can effectively turn a pistol into a rifle. He wants to introduce national red flag laws, allowing families and law enforcement to block weapon sales to at-risk people, as well as investing in gun violence programs. This was the president speaking earlier today. They've offered plenty of thoughts and prayers, members of Congress, but they've passed not a single new federal law to reduce gun violence. Enough prayers. Time for some action. The announcement after yet another high-profile mass shooting here in America. Five dead, including two children in South Carolina. All too common here in the States. Ten lives lost in Colorado last month. Eight in Atlanta before that. Yet the National Rifle Association is already pushing back against the president's proposed modest reforms. Biden is dismantling the Second Amendment. It's time to stand and fight, the gun lobby tweeted today. Uh, the White House, Jody, also expecting legal challenges to these orders. Okay, David Woodward, thank you. In sport, the Sydney Swans came back from 25 points down to claim a thrilling three-point win over the Bombers at the SCG. Buddy was back, booting three majors, his 950th career goal, helping Sydney to their fourth straight win. Been giving Bombers nightmares for 15 years. Swans fans delighted. Isaac Heaney is facing another extended period on the sideline, the star forward breaking his hand during the second quarter, which could cost him a month. Adam Reynolds has sent a message to South Sydney bosses after a huge performance in their 29-point thumping of the Broncos. The skipper ran away with a try before slotting a history-making field goal from beyond the 40-metre mark. It's a great strike by Reynolds for two, just like Eric says. <laughs> he became the first to benefit from the NRL's new two-point field goal rule. And it doesn't get much better for a rookie pro surfer than beating a former champion on your home break. Merriweather's Morgan Sibilich upsetting dual world champion John John Florence in the round of 32. And the story gets even better, he has a broken foot. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs are triggering showers and a few storms in eastern and northern New South Wales, as well as southern and northern Queensland. A trough over southwestern WA is causing showers. A trough and front are bringing gusty showers to Tasmania and southern Victoria. A tropical cyclone still remains well to the north of WA. Around the capitals today, Brisbane's sunny, heading for a top of 31 degrees. Mostly sunny, 29 in Sydney. Mostly sunny, 24 in Canberra. Clearing showers in Melbourne, heading for 17 degrees. Hobart, a possible shower, a top of just 15. Adelaide, mostly sunny, 22. Mostly sunny, 28 degrees the top in Perth. And Darwin, mostly sunny and 33 degrees. And that's 7 Early News. I'm Jodie Spears.